Welcome to the Generation Voids podcast, The Retail Warzone. I want to preface this entire episode with a couple of things. Number one, this is not going to be about those habitual people that we know from being in the business that milk every social program just to get out of work. It's not worth spending any time on those folks because they're never going to change. And it's just really a small part of the problem. Also, I want to say to my friends in retail that are managers, I am so sorry for what you're having to go through. It is difficult not being able to have help. It is awful that you've got to work doubly hard to do the things you need to do. There's a lot more to it than what everybody sees in the news and on the surface. So, is everybody ready? Because this is going to be wild. Steve has been promising me that he's done the most research into this episode. I am almost completely in the dark. I know, like, one tiny little thing we're going to be discussing. But a lot of this is going to have legitimate reaction from me. But, yeah, I can't, I can't wait Steve, Steve's got a little dread in his voice. I can't wait. I don't have any dread. It is what it is. So I had to actually write a bunch of notes down this morning to make sure I stayed on message because it'd be real easy for me to get derailed. Um, but there's some unfortunate truths. So recently in the news, there was a poll or a study. Nearly half of all Americans believe they're the best person they know. There is um, American exceptionalism and arrogance on display for all to see. It's a little skewed because the study group was 2,000 residents in the United States. So we're going to take it at face value because I know I've come across enough people in retail of my career that's well over 2,000 that feel the same way. But U.S. residents, 81% said they believe that humankind is inherently good. And three and four, which is 75%, believe they're fundamentally a good person. But in that big red box right there, but when asked how they would compare themselves to others in their life, 46% went a step further, admitting to a belief that they're better than everyone else they know. Steve, would you consider yourself part of that 46%? Nope, I would not. Not at all. That's something I struggle with. If I'm being completely honest, I try to view a lot of situations from another person's point of view. Mm -hmm. That's something I've had to learn over the last 10 years or so of my life. I used to like think that I was like the greatest there ever was. But and you do have to have confidence about yourself as a human being. But learn to put yourself in someone else's shoes and understand. Correct. That's something I'm still working on. So. Everybody saw the thumbnail. Everybody saw what the episode was going to be about. And you're probably sitting there wondering, well, what the hell does that have to do 
with the topic at hand? Well, it does have a lot to do with it because when you have that large a majority of people that feel they're better than everybody else, it empowers them to say stupid shit like the following. Now, mind you, these are cut and pasted from forums, Facebook, all over the place. You can make $400 a week flipping burgers. If you lack a skill, it is your own fault. Minimum wage is paid to 16-year-olds. McDonald's was never intended to be a career. Don't you want more from your life? Get to work before inflation starts starving the country. A little bit about inflation. We're going to talk about that too tonight. We have visual aids to help everybody out. If you're still working at a fast food place past the age of 20, then you should be really questioning what you're doing with your life. Minimum wage isn't meant to build a stable life because it's meant for teenagers to start getting into the workforce. Get a degree or pick a trade and start making grown-up money, and you wouldn't have to depend on the government to increase your income. Up, you are what is wrong with this country. If you don't want to work at McDonald's, then get a fucking education or acquire a skill that will make you more money. Only a piece of shit loser would complain about working a McJob instead of bettering themselves. Luckily, I don't run this country because if you were able-bodied, you would either work or starve, including your dependents. If all you can do is work at Walmart, it's your fault. You never tried hard enough. I'm not interested in paying your silly ass to sit at home and collect all my hard-earned tax dollars. Go get a job. There are plenty of people hiring. Sometimes you have to start at the bottom and work your way back up. Department of Labor, finally calling your bluff. Time to pay the piper or get back to work. If you did, no worky, no pennies. Why don't you all go back to work already? Plenty of jobs. Example of a poor person who cannot grasp financial concepts. It's not fair to the people who have had jobs and actually work for a living. It's also not fair we are paying you to stay home. Of course they should end it. It's beyond ridiculous. Things have opened back up. Work is out there. People aren't starving. It's not like they are saving either. I'd bet half of the jackasses have taken tons of their free stimmy and upped unemployment bennies over to the casino and put most of it on shit like donkey coin. <laughs> so, if you're one of those people, you should be fucking embarrassed. Because when the jobs report came out, it was estimated that 9.8 million people were on unemployment. Okay? So, I have a question for everybody. Did any of us Which? have a choice in being born? I mean, we know, the, um, we know the answer to that, right? No, you do not have a choice. And just to add to that, didn't have a choice about being laid off due to uh, well, the pandemic. Hold that thought. We're getting there. But no, none of us had a choice on being born. None of us had the choice whether we were born into a well-off family or a family that lived in poverty. Did we? No, we didn't. It's a roll of the dice. Some of us got lucky. Some of us didn't. So let me ask you, people that want to play keyboard warriors and put people down without knowing their stories, do you know these 9.8 million people? Because you don't. Do you know what their situation is? You don't. But because we live in a society in this country where half of you people think you're better than everybody fucking else, you feel your opinion means more. And you know it all. Guess what, sweet cheeks? You ain't got a clue. So, here's the deal. Let's put this in some perspective, okay? And before I pull this up, I don't care if you are if you think COVID is a hoax. 
I don't care if you think it's real. I don't care if you think masks are stupid or you think they're required. But I think this thread sums it all up for the uneducated. And if you're out there spouting this kind of shit to people without knowing their situation, you need to consider yourself uneducated. So here's some perspective. This is one person who did a thread on Twitter. 580,000 people died. 400,000 plus additional people are disabled or unable to work because of long COVID or related issues. That means many fewer workers, many fewer grandparents who can help with childcare and devastated, traumatized families. Many, many businesses closed permanently. Many schools are still remote and parents have kids they have to take care of and summer break is starting. Those kids need a parent at home. Those parents can't afford summer child care because places aren't fully reopened. Kids are also susceptible to the variants now. The jobs available are typically low wage, usually dealing with the public that won't wear masks and is hostile, are rigid in attendance and performance policies that don't work in a pandemic or for families, and rely on unpredictable tips from a cheap, mean, and entitled public. We're not even 50% vaccinated, and the jobs offer no health benefits or paid time off, and we'll get people kicked off of Medicaid if they even have it. The work is public-facing, and businesses cater to anti-mask COVID deniers rather than their employees. Professionals with established careers, like me, cannot find decent jobs, though we interview and we try every damned day. The employers took billions in PPP and EIDL, which, if you don't know, were government loans to prop businesses for payroll, and are most still sucking off the government programs while complaining no one will work for them. Classrooms remain remote. Children require supervision. Summer break is starting. There's no assistance for child care. Parents, mostly women, are trapped with no one to watch them, so they're turning to other more favorable occupations. Then and this person lives in Florida, let's talk about how we have the most new COVID cases of any state right now. The most variants of COVID and vaccination seems to have stalled at 45%. We have no mask mandates, no precautions required, and no help for those uninsured. See above, RE, no Medicaid expansion. So you are truly risking your life and your family to go work in public-facing jobs for money that won't cover your astronomical rent. Please tell us more about DeSantis's genius and how we're thriving. COVID is not over, not by a long shot. We're all tired, bored, sick of masks, wishing we could do things, and just itching to do something different. But the fact is that the world has changed permanently. It's not ever going back to before this last almost 18 months. Whatever is next will be the new normal. But sure, it's all extended unemployment. It couldn't possibly be that we've actually lost millions of workers and decimated the workforce or any of that other stuff at all. The reality is that over 110,000 people between the ages of 18 and 64 died of COVID. We don't know what each did for a living, but a lot were frontline workers. Others were too sick to return to work. BLS.gov should have an assessment sin. Disability alone will cripple us and COVID isn't done. Thoughts? Steve, there's just a weird silence in the air tonight <laughs> over 
the topics at hand because I felt I felt the not being on Medicaid or any type of health insurance. I, I felt very, very relatable to that. Yep. As I've worked at a job, not going to go into too much detail on this, but I've worked at a job for three years now and never once got any type of health insurance or anything. So imagine, I, it's just hard to imagine. I mean, not really for me, but it's just, it's just difficult to understand that until you have to live it. Right. Oh. So, we live in a country full of people that are full of themselves and think they know better than everybody else. They automatically see people that are on unemployment and they lump them in with the people we're not discussing tonight. What you mad at? We're going to get into that too. Why are you so mad? I'll tell you why you're mad in a little bit. And I'll also show you why your anger is directed at the wrong things. So, We've heard the BS, anti-unemployment, everybody's a leech, nobody wants to work, bear of little brains. So let's hear from people on the other side. And the picture starts to get clearer. So, tweeted this already, these places are disgusting. Here we are, signs on the door. Sadly, due to government handouts, no one wants to work anymore. Therefore, we are very short-staffed. Please be patient with the staff that did choose to come to work today. Okay? I want to get this out of the way while we're going through this. Number one, understand we're called the Retail War Zone. All right? We are basically an advocacy platform for people that work in retail from store managers all the way down to your part-time cashiers that make minimum wage. All right. The jobs that are suffering the most right now are service jobs, retail, and grocery. You're going to find out why. But anyway, the response to these pictures, what a convenient way for a restaurant to tell me they treat their people like shit and I shouldn't eat there. If your employees are making more on unemployment scraps than they did working for you, the problem is not unemployment. It's your shitty failed business. Next, Goldman Sachs, and this is rich, Goldman Sachs throwing their hat in the ring. Labor supply appears to be tighter than the unemployment rate suggests, likely reflecting the impact of unusually generous unemployment benefits and lingering virus-related impediments to working. To which this person responded, why is it that the unemployment benefits are too generous rather than the pay offered by employers too low? Pay more money equals find more workers. If margins are so thin that you cannot increase pay without passing it through slash losing customers equals your business model doesn't work. And I know there's some people watching right now and you're talking about that, you know, some places pay more. We're going to get into that too. That's all an illusion. Employers. If people are making more on unemployment than you're offering to pay them, them opting out is not on them or on the government. That's on you. Offer a wage that allows people to earn a living, and they will. This isn't about their laziness. It's about your selfishness. And here's the crux of all of this. We're literally watching the largest labor movement in modern American history happen in the form of paper signs taped to the windows of fast food and fast casual restaurants. The power is in the hands of the workforce. 
pay attention to that. That's going to come up later. When people work full time and make more money on unemployment than at work, it's not worth it to even go to work. That's a broken system run off of slave labor. People should not ask Americans to bust their asses to not be able to live and buy the rich mansions and yachts. Let's go to Reddit. See what the Reddit folks have to say. I was thinking of this the other day. 20 years ago, my rent was $585 a month for a three-bedroom house. Now it's around $2,000 for the same. Minimum wage has not even doubled. I live in Washington, and at least our minimum wage has been decent at $13 an hour, but it's still not good enough. The argument is that if you raise minimum wages and everything else will go up, that may be true, but what happens when everything goes up anyway? Minimum wage hasn't been raised. We're going to get into that in a minute, too. So so hold your thoughts. It's not an argument. It's propaganda. Australia has a $20 minimum wage for service workers, and the food prices are still competitive with most other countries. It's just pure corporate K Street lobbying to benefit the owner class with a tasty side of libertarian public relations to keep the peasants from revolting. Another comment. Cost of everything goes up. Only if the fat cats at the top want to keep their profit margins as is. All hell the mighty shareholder. The response, this is 100% it. Companies refuse to accept lower profit margins, but publicly blame labor for wanting more money. I hope you guys watching understand what profit margins are, because we're going to get into that too. Wage increases are happening very slowly, if at all. Many businesses are counting on the end of the extended unemployment benefits to force people back into these jobs, and some state governments are even ending the benefits early to make that happen. The net result may be that it will be easier for a short time for someone who is unemployed to get these types of jobs, but there may not be any significant change to the jobs at all. A year from now, if the pandemic is under control, it's highly likely low-wage jobs will be operating the same as they have been for years. Another comment, what I don't understand is that not every person who is unemployed formerly worked a minimum wage job. That's important to understand. So why would they now? I think the reason many fast food slash casual dining places are finding it hard to keep employees is because they treated their existing employees like shit during a global pandemic. I'm not sure if the hospitality travel industry is better or worse than fast food, but I'm sure it pays more. And once we were able to travel freely, I think the industry is going to need a lot more employees. And hopefully those who made more on unemployment were able to put money aside so that they have the option of waiting for better employment opportunity rather than taking anything because they are desperate. Hiring managers love desperate people. Labor is also privy to supply and demand rules. People aren't going to come out and work for pennies anymore. Not when these minimum wage jobs are still paying 2007 wages plus no health coverage when there's a pandemic going on. People out here saying they're making more on unemployment insurance, so they're too lazy to get a job. That's a massive indictment on employers, considering the unemployment benefits really aren't that much. So if not that much is still higher than what you're paying your workers, then you need to reevaluate why nobody wants to work for you. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, you show up to work, to get what, Steve? Your check. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a we'll, 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 we'll take a breather here for a second. We'll let everybody catch up. Alex, yeah. you got anything you want to say real quick? I mean, yeah, no, I can, like I say, I can fully relate to that. <laughs> so I mean, when you consider making, when you consider that it's just better for you just to go ahead and leave where you're at, and try to go find another job, that's when you know it's bad. You know, the, the jobs available right now are, like I said, you know, retail, service industry, grocery, you know, grocery. Um, and yes, there are some companies that are like, oh, but we're paying 
$16 an hour. And they get all the press that, oh, look, we've raised our wages. But then they don't tell the dirty truth. Yeah, we're going to pay you $16 an hour, but you're only going to work 15 hours a week. Yeah, but here's three. Yeah, here's 10 hours. And then this person has to go get a second job. And then they have to battle with the fact that both of those jobs need open availability. Mm -hmm. Systems broken assholes. Quit fucking pointing fingers and quit acting like you know it all because you don't know everybody's story. And if you're one of those people that lump everybody in together, you need to do some soul searching and get your shit straight. Because by God, y'all aren't reading the stats. Y'all don't read the truth. And that's a problem. So, and we're going to get into the $15 an hour minimum wage thing. I have, I did some research on that. Wait till you see that. That's, that's, that's mind blowing as well. $15 isn't the answer just to let you know. So here's some more hearing from the little folk and what their thoughts are. And I want you to pay attention to this meme that I made up in the top left. One does not simply lay off everyone in 2020 for the sake of profits, then bitch about losing profits in 2021 because no one wants to work for them now. First quote, are these the same businesses that laid people off last year? If so, they have no one to blame but themselves. Maybe major corporations should reassess how they treat their employees. Instead, corporations want a part-time worker that can come to work at a moment's notice, open 24-7 availability with no set schedule or days off and no benefits. Here's a good one. Since 1978, the average CEO salary has grown 940%. The average worker salary has grown 12 and this, I think, is beautiful, especially if you work in the retail business. Hate to break it to them. It's not unemployment checks. A lot of us Gen X adults that have savings are taking a gap year from work due to working 70 to 90 hours for decades, being on call 24-7, benefits cut down to nothing, had PTO disregard, disrespected, and disrupted by work to only have corporate constantly cut staffing and restructure then get pushed out due to COVID. We're taking a well and much deserved break from work. Don't know about you guys, but I feel that. It's insane. Corporations can get handouts and subsidies and tax breaks, but oh man, don't let normal people get the same. The guy who made the movie Super Size Me also made a movie about living on minimum wage. Spoiler alert, he couldn't do it. Imagine that. The big companies making a massive amount of money yearly should just increase the wages and absorb it instead of making items cost more. That way, people can get back to work and afford a life. But you have to realize... Most business owners are actually in the business of exploiting their staff rather than succeeding themselves at any business. People have realized that they have farmed out their talents for way too little, way too long. All the extra effort they expend, all the extra value they create for a company, even for the best employees that usually equates to maybe a whopping 5% raise for them, while 70% of their added value goes right into some CEO's pockets. Yeah, there you go. That's a lot to unpack. So a lot of these people that made the comments that we referenced earlier that were better than everybody, those are the exact same people that go into these retail locations and treat employees like shit. And it's their fault nobody wants to work those fucking jobs anymore. Tired of getting treated like garbage. Because the funny thing is, these businesses that, oh, we can't hire. You had zero problem laying everybody off last year because it dug into your profit margins. And you weren't going to lose that. 
So you laid everybody off, and now it's come back to bite you in the ass, and now you're in cahoots with the Chamber of Commerce in every fucking state. And once again, you're proving you're proving the point. You're proving that your employees don't matter. You know, hey, it is what it is. And, you know, I just want to show you guys something. This this was a last-minute thing. So we've heard the argument about raising the minimum wage. So for all you assholes out there talking about people making more unemployment, and, and then for some of you that say, okay, if we increase the minimum wage to $15 an hour, things will be better, right? I'm about to show you something that's pretty eye-opening. And if you're one of those people that bitch about the people that are on unemployment making more than they would at their, their, their job or whatnot, let me show you, even at $15 an hour and you're single, how fucked you really are. So I want to preface this with I went to several sites today to get like average uh, expenditures across the United States. All right. So 15 hour minimum wage budget for a single person. All right. So after taxes and deductions, I went to a payroll, uh, a paycheck calculator and it factored taxes and whatnot. And this also is factoring in a person is paying $50 a week for insurance for themselves, which is actually low. It's normally higher than that for a, for one person. Okay. So after taxes and deductions and deductions, a person making $15 an hour working 40 hours a week will bring home $453 and 11 cents per week. All right. So their total net pay for a month, which is take home pay is $1,963 and 47 cents. Now, most of these Averages were based on the end of 2020. I wasn't able to find 2021 numbers, but I will tell you that the one thing I did see, oddly enough, rents went up during COVID, not down. So the average rent as of 2020 for a one-bedroom apartment was $1,621. There are only eight states in the United States that their average is under 1K. And you should be able to guess where those places are. You know, like North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, where there's nothing, right? So, you know, it's going to be cheaper. Average power bill for a one-bedroom apartment nationwide statistically is $90. All right, so let's say this person has a car payment, all right? The average car payment for a new car across the United States is $568 a month. For new, $397 a month for used. The average car insurance is $139 a month. Now, that can go up or down depending if you bought a sports car, if it's colored red, if you're young, you know, there's a lot of variables. We're going to go with the average here. So rather than go with a $1,600 rent, because there's a whole lot that are right around a grand. So we'll stick with a grand for rent. This is making $15 an hour. All right. After rent, they're left with 963 bucks. Okay. Let's say they have a car payment for a used car and the average car payment is 397. Okay. They pay that. They got $566 left. Well, then they got to pay the car insurance. Then they're down to 427. Then they pay their $90 power bill, $337. Then groceries. And I averaged that this poor soul is only going to spend $50 a week on groceries. After their groceries, they've got $137 left for the month. If it's a four-week month, that's $34 per week. Guys, for all you people that are bitching about unemployment, 
you sure as hell wouldn't make it all $15 an hour now, would you? Because think about that, 30-something dollars left over, that's not factoring in gas for your car. That's not factoring in any kind of emergency, whatever. If you didn't get a scholarship to go to school, you you can't pay to go to college. You can't pay to get a skill. But half these people know better than everybody, and they're telling you the truth. You're just lazy and worthless. People are assholes, yep. man. Yep, because I have been trying to get back into college myself, but, you know, it's, it's just too expensive. Like, and that's even with me getting state aid. With state aid, it's way too expensive. I just had to cancel my semester. So, you know, I can't go out and get the skill that I want to get. And it's really unfortunate. That's what I have to say to that, Steve. Well, you know, I hope some people, you know, that watch tonight, I hope they do some soul searching and understand that you need to quit lumping everybody into the equation because it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. And you don't have the right to judge a damn soul. I'm sorry. You don't. I know a lot of people in my family. If they were to watch this episode, Steve, if they want to get mad, well, like I said, I'll go right back to what my mama used to tell me. Well, if it's not true, why does it make you so mad? All right. Yeah. One of the other big arguments for all these people that know everything and want to put people down and say, oh, you're just lazy and you don't want to work. Oh, you're going to cause inflation. Y'all ready to talk about inflation? This is going to be fun. Now, remember, we're talking about retail business here. All right. We're not talking about everything. But I'm going to give you some good examples of why inflation and consumer goods is bullshit and why you're still mad at the wrong fucking people. All right. So there was this. It's kind of split. We'll read the right side first because this is more about why workers didn't want to work. The restaurant workers have told Insider that they are burnout after a year of working during the pandemic. In addition to safety risk associated with catching COVID-19, workers said that customers, including some who refuse to wear masks, have been taking out their frustrations on employees. You couldn't pay me $20 an hour to work in food for the conditions we had to endure there, said Chris Dowd, who quit his job at Chipotle location in West Virginia in February. After I left that location, five more people quit. Now they are operating with online orders only in limited hours because they still can't keep up. Some said that the recent labor shortage has made the job even more stressful as existing workers are needed to work longer hours with less support. Everybody is honestly so tired of being so mistreated still. I'm not even going to bother reading the rest because that's really all you need to know. And then we'll go to higher prices and higher pay are on the menu at McDonald's. The NOA board said that jobs report shows that offering potential candidates new incentives and higher pay have thus far failed to convince people to apply for jobs. But the board said franchisees will need to invest more in paying benefits and will raise the menu prices as a result. Inflation is the flip side to all of these changes, the letter reads. Price increases are happening everywhere you look and will continue as employers pass along these added costs. We will do the same. A Big Mac will get more expensive. Our government officials need to know what is happening out in the real world, the letter continues. They need to know what they are creating, an inflationary time bomb. Okay, so let's talk about inflation. Y'all ready? Because I know a lot of people like to use this as an excuse. And this One thing I've always heard, we go up to $15 an hour. Mm-hmm. A Big Mac will cost $15. That's something I've heard. Yup, you're, right. you're right. 
but it shouldn't. I have literally heard that one so many times, and I, for one, I don't believe that. Well, you, you, I do think that it would happen eventually, but I do. I think it would take time. We do. We do just need no better no, no, pay no, no, for no, people no, no. overall. See, Alex, this is where you don't know. You ready? You ready to go down? You ready? Oh, yeah. All right, let, let's learn. let's go down. Let, let's teach. Okay. All right. So, number one, we're a capitalistic country. All right. So let's let's go through the definition of capitalism for all you people that are angry and unemployment people. Capitalism, in simple terms, is an economic system characterized by private or corporate ownership of capital goods by investments that are determined by private decision and by prices, production, and the distribution of goods that are determined mainly by competition in a free market. However. Despite its ubiquity, many economists criticize aspects of capitalism and point out its many flaws and problems. In short, capitalism can cause inequality, market failure, damage to the environment, short-termism, excessive materialism, and boom-and-bust economic cycles. That's the the world that we live in here, guys. We're a capitalism-based country. And what you need to read there that makes sense is it's private or corporate ownership. It's not my ownership. It's not your ownership private or corporate ownership. All right. So inflation. Now talking about inflation from a retail standpoint, we're going to go with cost push inflation. What is cost push inflation? Cost push inflation occurs when overall prices increase due to the increases in the cost of wages and raw materials. Higher cost of production can decrease the aggregate supply, the amount of total production in the economy. Okay. What causes cost push inflation? Number one, supply shock. Number two, higher wages. Number three, imported inflation. Number four, higher taxes. All right, so we're going to talk about wages. So I've got two little different descriptions here about wages. Wages form a large percentage of costs for firms. Strong labor unions can influence inflation as they push for higher wages, which will lead to an increase in cost of production for the firm and hence higher priced goods. We're going to get into that. Hold up. The other one. Wage inflation occurs when workers have enough leverage to force through wage increases. Did you see that? Force through wage increases. Not be given. They had to force it. All right. Companies then pass higher costs through to consumers. The U.S. auto industry experienced it when labor unions were able to push for higher wages. Thanks to China and the decline of union power in the United States, it hasn't been a driver of inflation for many years. This is sometimes called wage push inflation. So, ladies and gentlemen, in simple terms, this means that corporations refuse to take a hit on profit margins on increasing wages. This results in the public proclaiming, oh, raising the minimum wage will cause prices to go up. Thusly, the general public start making statements like, you shouldn't make $15 per hour to flip burgers. But not once do they question why corporations value profit over people. So, let me explain this. When I worked for Hobby Lobby, we're going, to talk, we're going to talk about profit margins here. I had a visit with the vice president of the company. And we walked around, and he grabbed this $24.99 fall garland. He grabbed it off the peg. He hung it in front of my face. He goes, when we mark this 90% off, how much money do you think we make on it? And I was like, I don't think you make any. He was like, oh, you'd be surprised to know. At 90% off, we make a profit. Okay. Think about that. Hmm. This item is $24.99. When you mark it down to $249, they're still making a problem a profit. Now, here's the funny thing. All these people bitching about inflation. Where's their anger about all the people in China that are paid a buck an hour slave la- I mean, worse than slave wages, 
you know, to pump this shit out for you to go buy. I don't see you guys angry about that. I don't see you fucking, you know, starting some, getting on Facebook and forums and whatnot saying, well, you know, we shouldn't buy from China. Because blah, blah, blah. Yeah, some of you may say that, but guess what? You still buy it. Fucking hypocrites, dude. All right? We'll go a step further. We'll get into luxury goods. When I worked for Guitar Center. Now, I've, it's been a long time, all right? So this could have changed. But it was always explained to me if it was made out of wood, the profit margin was huge. A Gibson Les Paul. I don't remember which model. It could have been a, it could have been a studio. It could have been a standard, whatever. That's irrelevant. It, the cost on it, because at Guitar Center, back in those days, you were a sales guy. You could see on every item you scanned what the profit margin was. What the what the cost was and what you were selling it for, okay? At this particular point in time, there was a Gibson Les Paul that cost around twenty four hundred dollars, but the cost was twelve hundred dollars. There was twelve hundred dollars profit in this thing, and I'll never forget because as a sales guy starting out and having come from retail and understanding how profit margins matter, I got scolded one time saying that my profit margin was too high, which meant that I was turning people away and not negotiating deals. My profit margin was 32%, all right? And I was told that acceptable was like 20 to 23%. So we had that fluctuation. If you, if you, if you deal in music gear, you know the whole story about going in, well, can you do me a better price? Everything you buy has that kind of margin. So we were able to, to reduce the margin because as long as we hit 20-something percent, we were, we were golden. So what this comes down to is when people want to talk about, oh, well, my Big Mac's going to cost more. The only reason your Big Mac's going to cost more is because let's just say a Big Mac's $5. And let's say they make $3 per Big Mac. And the difference between paying their employees a living wage and not brings their cost down a dollar. They won't do it. They'll raise the price a dollar to make sure they secure that margin. And that's why you mm-hmm. assholes got it wrong. You're mad at the wrong people. You know, you guys, there's a lot of you that sat out there and bitched about unemployment and how people are lazy and you've lumped everybody into this group, okay? You, you've you said that everybody's lazy and just milking it and, and whatnot. Great. But a few months ago, you were bitching about the same government that made you wear a mask. Now that you don't have to wear a mask, that same government you bitched about, now you're championing for eliminating unemployment benefits. You cannot have it both ways, people. That's called hypocrisy. That's called being selective in what you want to be mad at. So let, let's just talk about unemployment for just a second, okay? So I hear this. My hard-earned tax money goes to this. Where the fuck do you want that money to go? If they ended every social program in America right now, like just cut the switch off, do you think the government's not going to find a way to take more money from you? You bend over and you take it. Yeah, you'll grumble and whatnot. But I haven't seen no mass uprising saying, how come we paying taxes on shit that we ain't got nothing to do with? And it's okay. You think it's perfectly fine that your Mima or your papa, they're retired and they're getting Social Security that you paid into your entire life. That's okay. Because it's somebody you know, you know. Who you mad at and why? I mean, seriously. Can can somebody can now, somebody answer that question? I mean, is it just that you you're one of those people that feel like you're better than everybody else and you know everything? Let me ask you this: What about these people that started their own businesses? 
They've worked their entire life following their dream. They started a business. COVID came along. They had to shutter it. And you're saying they're lazy because they won't take a fast food fucking job? You are an asshole. Would you take the fast food job? Would you? Would you go would would you would you walk down the street, you know, to Mickey D's and have to yell get yelled at because your ice cream machine wasn't working? Probably not. And get yelled at because you uh the Big Mac is cold or right. the fries are not salty enough or they have salt on them. Yeah. My fries have salt and I didn't ask for salt. I mean, you know, you guys are wrong. Oh, you gosh. guys are mad at the wrong people. You, you, you try to find some sort of excuse of how it affects you. It's all about you. It's all about, oh, well. In reality, you guys, a lot of you guys bitching about unemployment. It's coming out of your paycheck whether you like it or not. And if there was no unemployment, they'd find a way to take that money from you and put it somewhere else. You, you, you take it. I haven't seen you stop paying taxes. I haven't seen you storm the Capitol saying, that's it. We're, we're not paying taxes anymore. You just got to have somebody to be mad at. Who are you going to be mad at if they just eliminated it and took your money and did something else? Why can't you just worry about your own fucking life and live it like you want to? And then why can't you let people live their lives like they want to? You know, I mean, I mean, seriously, people have pissed me off. I am so angry and so disappointed in how people have reacted in the past 365 days. It's just embarrassing to me. Just embarrassing. And I kind of felt like this is where this episode was going based on that message yeah. you sent me of that person posting. Yeah. And here's the thing. You people bitching about unemployment, your government and your leaders have tricked you into being angry at the wrong fucking thing. And you fucking fell for it. Are you really like Winnie the Pooh, bear of very little brain? Seriously? Come on, man. You know, you got parents out there whose 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 children did really really well. You know, and you're all like, "Oh, I was a great parent. My son or my daughter, they went into college and and they got this degree and whatnot, and we're great parents." Then all of a sudden, the company they work for laid them off, and the shit wasn't so fun anymore, was it? You talking the same shit about your family when they were dealt a bad hand with COVID and got laid off? I I, I mean, seriously, your son or daughter, you know, had a great white collar job making great money and you you went to church on Sunday and talked about how great your kids were and how such a, you did such a great job raising them and they're such outstanding contributing citizens you know to the United States they get laid off are you going to say it's okay for them to go start from the bottom up because they worked so hard no because you're a fucking hypocrite and I am so pissed off and so angry that so many people are so short-sighted that they just, I guess they just need something to be angry at. You know, I, I, I guess, you know, does it make you feel better to talk shit about people? I mean, really? I mean, if it does, you got a really sad life. You know, my parents raised me to respect everybody. My parents raised me to treat people as equal. And my parents raised me, mm -hmm. you never know what a person's going through until you walk in their shoes. And there's a whole I've had to learn that one the hard And there's way. a whole hell of a lot of you that were raised the same way and you forgot that. And you should be ashamed. Before you start bitching about who's on employment, you need to take a really good look in the mirror. Think before you speak. Make sure your anger is placed at the right place, which is corporations. I'm sorry. The reality is the jobs that are suffering right now are the same jobs that laid people off. You guys complain about people milking unemployment once you do the research on how many companies got loans from the government to pay their people but didn't 
and pocketed the money. You're going to go protest them and tell them they need to shut down? No, because they sell something from China that you got to have. You guys are assholes. And the reason you don't have any help in fast food and the reason you don't have any help in grocery and the reason you don't have any help in retail is because people are just tired of dealing with you. People are tired of making very little money to put up with your arrogance and you're thinking better, thinking that you're better than them. And pe people are just tired. And now y'all freaking out. Y'all are like, oh, they're on unemployment. They need to come back to work. So, I, so I, I need more people to abuse when I go shop. It's not target practice. There's a war coming. Low-wage earners have had enough. And now you, the consumer, get to pay the price. Sucks, don't it? But turnabout's fair play. People that are complaining are the same ones who allowed businesses to raise prices. You, you've, you've never protested a grocery store or a Walmart I don't see people raising hell, wanting to burn down the Target because all their prices on the, the, the Magnolia stuff went up. Oh, no, that's okay. We're going to find somebody else to blame. Corporate America has suckered you all. You guys have allowed for years businesses and the cost of living to go up as wages stagnated. You just took it. You just took it. But you want to bitch about unemployment? I mean, last time I checked, a tree's still a tree, right? Who gets to make the call on how much that tree's worth? Sure as hell ain't you. But if you were buying lumber last year, it was a lot cheaper. And you're buying lumber now, it's a whole hell of a lot more expensive. You just bend over and take it. Where's your outrage about that? You out there protesting Home Depot? Fuck no, you ain't. Always got to pick on the little guy, don't you? You always got to pick on the one that can't defend themselves, right? You guys are assholes. Plain and simple. And you know, if there were retail businesses that collapsed over this not being able to get people, hey, maybe it needs to. Maybe it's like Fight Club. Like, you know, when they destroyed the credit card system and they're sitting there and they're watching the buildings collapse or whatnot. Maybe it's time for that. Maybe everybody's just sick of your shit, Karen. Right? You, mm -hmm. you people talking about unemployment, but you were the first ones to run out and get like 20 fucking gas tanks full of gas and hoarded it. You were the same people hoarding toilet paper. You were the same people treating these people in grocery stores like shit during the pandemic. But you want to pass judgment on why people aren't... They're just sick of your shit, guys. Just sick of your shit. And you all can't look in the mirror and make any kind of change whatsoever because going back to the very beginning, half the damn country thinks you're better than everybody else, right? Absolutely. As far as employees in the workforce now. And this is important because this has to be said because it's true. You guys are mad that you're working twice as hard at your job and getting treated like shit by your managers. You're doing all you can do, right? It's not, mm -hmm. it's not the, the people that are, are working right now. It's not your fault. They can't get anybody. It's not your fault that the company won't wait, raise wages and take a hit on margin to make things amicable. It's not your fault, but you're there and you're working and you get props for that. You're busting your ass. Yeah, better Better for the people that is stuck through right. and worked through the pandemic, but instead they're just more expendable expense. But the but you guys getting treated like shit by your managers is the exact reason why people aren't flocking back to these jobs. Plain and simple. I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry it's harder. But instead of getting pissed off at the people that aren't coming to work, look at the bigger picture. There's something bigger going on here. It's not about, you know, if these jobs were great places to work in great environments, I promise you unemployment wouldn't be an issue at all. And I know 
I've done this my entire fucking life. So I'm qualified enough to talk on it. I know how people feel in this business. And if you're a manager out there right now, I don't care if you're a department manager, an assistant manager, or store manager. If you're one of those people who treats your staff like shit, especially when they are all that you've got right now, you're part of the problem. And you're part of the reason no one wants to come to work. You need to get your shit together and pull your weight too. If you are not living the standards you expect your employees to live at, you have no business having keys. You have no business being in a position of leadership at all. And I will throw this out there too. For you guys that are dealing with managers that are under the store management umbrella, go to your managers and tell them what the problems are. Don't let the shit fucking continue. Because every day it continues, they think they get away with it. I'm sick and fucking tired of, you know, I worked retail. If somebody called out and nobody wanted to work, guess what? My ass was there. That's what you sign up for. If you got somebody who can't close and you're a manager and you don't close in their place, you are an asshole and you are not a leader and you are not a manager and you don't deserve to be in that damn position. These things are the reason why these three segments of business can't get anybody to work there anymore. The power is in the workforce now. They've had enough. They've had enough of your bullshit. They've had enough of your condescending tone. And let me tell you something here, living in the South, man, Southern women are the most opinionated and will make you feel the worst of any human being you can be around. And half these Southern women have hardly worked a day in their life. But they want to tell you that you're worthless because you're on employment. Because they can't go into the grocery store and get their fucking fruit trays. Or they can't go into Target and get their fucking Magnolia bullshit. I mean, look, I am sick of hearing about this unemployment bullshit. I, I get kind of giddy and laugh when I see the same companies that laid people off bitching because they can't get anybody. You created this shit, guys. Mm -hmm. The attitude of let them eat cake ended up costing her head on the block and sparking a revolution. See, that's the thing. You guys don't understand. There's a war brewing that nobody expected. The little guy's tired of getting stomped on. Karen, you're about to have your day in the sun. You know, it kind of goes back to people don't want to come to a job. Like when we had Adam on talking about his book in the part in this chapter where, oh, we're supposed to talk to them. We're not your servants. Sorry. You know, if you just the comments that people make about these people shows that they will never get respect ever. So what do I say should happen? The corporations should take a hit. The wages need to be raised, period. End of story. People, you know, people want to argue. You saw all the things. Well, if you if all you do is work at McDonald's and, and all you do is work at Walmart, it's your fault. I'm going to go back to the story I told you about the employee that I had that will never be a manager, never carry keys, but they were a great employee, showed up every day they worked. So you people that want to bitch about fucking unemployment, are you telling me that basically if I've got a great employee who just isn't capable to be a manager or carry keys or whatnot, but they're there all the time. You're telling me that person doesn't deserve a living wage. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? What happened to everybody? I mean, seriously, you know, who are you to determine whether or not somebody should make $15 an hour working at McDonald's? You're not anybody. You're nobody. You're not important. Okay, 
I mean, that's the thing that kills me with every bit of this shit. You try to pass judgment on people that work low-wage jobs that provide you with things that, God forbid, you had to do it on your own because you wouldn't make it. You just wouldn't make it. These people you belittle and talk shit to, you're mad because they're not there anymore. Why? Because you can't function without them? I mean, seriously. A lot of you people, you're grown up, but you're acting like you're in fucking kindergarten. Bullies. Imagine these people having to wait on themselves. They can't. They got to have somebody yell at. They got to have somebody mad at. There's so many people, too, that, you know, have barely worked at all. They feel like they can pass judgment. We are just tired of dealing with your high and mighty bullshit. So I'm grabbing my plastic bag, Steve. I'm going to the gas station. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) and you got to understand, not everyone's path is the same. You know, you've got people, like I said, we go back to, you didn't have a choice to be born. You didn't. So you just got the luck of the draw and you were born into poverty, but your parents did the best they could with you to try to raise you as a good human being. You're in poverty, but the people that aren't are going to look down on you and think that you're, you're worthless. It's, it's just terrible. Don't pass judgment. You know, there are some people in this world that all they're ever going to do is be a cashier and they might be the best cashier ever in the history of cashiering. But you're telling me because they can't do anything else that they don't deserve a good life. And let's flip the switch here for just a second. This is something that really gets people pissed off, but it's the same example. And well, some of these parents that like to talk about how unemployment is terrible and blah, 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 and people need to get their ass to work. Well, if your kids are autistic and you know they have issues, you sure as fuck wouldn't want people saying that about your children, would you? Oh, no, you'd be ready to fight, right? You'd be ready to go. You'd be ready to swing at somebody. What's the difference? It's just the cards that you were dealt. And, and and that's the hypocrisy of all of it. Everybody deserves the opportunity to have a decent life. I'm not saying everybody deserves to be rich. No, by no means. But everybody deserves the opportunity to not have to live off $36 a week after they pay all their bills. You guys are hypocritical. Now, now let's go back. Everything we've talked about. Let's go back and look at these things and the, the things that people said. If you're still working at a fast food place past the age of 20, then you should be really questioning what you're doing with your life. Minimum wage isn't meant to build a stable life because it's meant for teenagers to start getting into the workforce, get a degree or pick a trade and start making grown up money. And you wouldn't have to depend on the government to increase your income. Who gave you the right to say that's the gospel? People said this. These are cut and pasted things from different forms and everything that people talk about it. Now go back and look at something else. The Department of Labor finally calling your bluff. Time to pay the piper or get back to work. If you did, no worky, no pennies. Really? Who the fuck are you? What are you doing with your life? Hiding behind a keyboard talking shit to people? That's the same that's the same woman that's gonna go into the grocery store and bitch at a seventeen year old cashier because they out of kale. Go back. Oof. It's not fair to the people who have jobs and actually work for a living. It's also not fair we are paying you to stay home. Guess what? It's not fair that the government takes so much of your paycheck every week, but are you up there storming the Capitol saying, where's my fucking money? No. Well, Steve, it all circles back to what you said at the beginning of this stream. We're not talking about those who just take advantage of the unemployment slash being laid off. That's my only problem with it. Um, I don't like if I know someone's committing like disability fraud 
they're just getting free money. But we're not talking about that, Alex. So that 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 that's not know, part of the we're discussion not talking here. Talking about that, yeah. You know, we know those people are doing that, all right. But that's not we're we're yes. talking about people. You know, like I said, people that lost their businesses. That now, well, I mean, I know I know a guy. Um, literally, when we had our basement being looked at, fantastic gentleman come in. He just started randomly telling us a little bit about his story and he owned a business and he lost it due to COVID. Right. So now he's having to work 60 between 60 and 80 hours with this company, just trying to earn his money back. Right. Okay. So for you people that want to make these comments, like we've, we've seen all over the internet, what do you think about that? You think that's fair? And you know, no. and you know, he, he was not allowed to get on unemployment because of the way he was laid off too. Yep. But that one's and you know and, and let, let's let's get into some real fuck you know real real stuff here. People want to complain about unemployment. Do you know how many states still haven't paid out the unemployment? People have been waiting for months for it. Never got it. Where's the outrage there? Ooh. Oh no. So you you people that that continue to work or you people who have husbands at work and you get to sit at home and like watch Ellen and do whatever shit you do every day, go do Zumba and yoga and all this other stuff. What do you want to happen? Who the fuck you mad at? Who pissed in your cornflakes? Who changed your life? Because last time I checked, none of these people have any bearing on you other than the fact they can't help you find the shit that you want when you're in a store. Because let me tell you right now, if you took every bit of those programs away right now, the government's going to find a way to get that money out of you somehow. And you're just going to sit there and take it. You're going to blame some other little person for it. My takeaway for everybody this evening is to understand that you're not omnipotent. You're not God. And you don't know everything. And when you make generalized statements like have been made, you're clumping everybody into one statement and that's unfair and I guarantee you if you had people in your family suffering you wouldn't be out there talking shit it's just like COVID it's just like people think it's not real doesn't matter until it hits somebody in your family and kills somebody in your family and all of a sudden it becomes real we live in a very self-centered arrogant society in this country and that needs to change and as far as i'm concerned i hope most retailers absolutely fold because if they're not willing to give up a couple of dollars in their profit to pay their people better and give people a better opportunity and a better life they don't deserve to be in business anyway plain and simple you know it's this whole oh well sometimes you need to start at the bottom and work up not if you spent half your life getting to a certain place and now you're on unemployment and now people are looking at you like yo you're not working but you worked your ass off for half your life and all of a sudden now you're supposed to start over dude seriously we live in a very hateful world and the takeaway for all of you needs to be this is quit putting people down quit passing judgment because you don't know the whole story. And if any of you could email me and let me know how somebody being on unemployment is really harming you, I'd love to hear it because guess what? It's not. You're like, they don't want to work, so we have to work harder. It's their fault. No, 
you decided to sit there and put up with it and your company has decided not to do anything to get people in the building and make them want to work there. Don't be mad at the person on unemployment. It's not how that works. Sorry. Yeah, not at all. I, I was going to pull it up. Um, it wouldn't work. There was an article that came out from CBS talking about how, just to let you know, um, CEOs and, and corporations rigged their financials to make sure their CEO still got their bonuses even when sales were down during 2020 and COVID. One of those companies was Dollar Tree, which I worked for. And here's a shocker for you. Do you know, on average, in 2020, during COVID, wages went down versus CEO pay? Wages went down. Even though there was supposed to be all this right. safety pay and whatnot? Right. They went down. The other thing, during the middle of the pandemic, during the height of the pandemic, rents went up. Yep. What's the problem, guys? I want everybody to understand your anger is misplaced. You need to be mad at corporations. You need to be mad at the government. You need to be mad at all the people that make the policies, not the people that are struggling. And I and we don't discuss religion here, but oh my God, I'd love to know the ratio of people who claim they're extremely religious and, and you know, God-driven that are the same ones complaining about people being on unemployment. I'm sure if if we really saw it, It'd be it'd be <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> Hazard pay that no one saw. So, oh, same thing. Like Hero just said, "Yep, you made too much money, they cut you." Best Buy is a prime example of this whole shenanigans about we pay our employees such and such. They were one of the first companies during the pandemic to say we're going to pay fifteen dollars an hour. All their business came from online, and what did they do this year? They laid off almost half of their workforce. It's corporations, people. It's not the people on employment. You guys are just mad that the people on employment are just sick of getting treated like shit. And a lot of you people that are mad are the ones who treated them like shit. So you're to blame, partially. Come and pay your tithes, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just, I'm just, the, when the news broke about the jobs report and the unemployment and all that, it just flew all over me because I saw how much hate there is in this world, especially in this country. All right. I mean, we, we know there's hate period. All right. But when you start looking at stuff like this and, 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 you know, I mean, Alex, while, while you were working, while you're working, does, how does somebody be on unemployment really affect you financially? Don't affect me in any different any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and for a lot of people, it is because you know what? You just found something to bitch about because you know you're not bitching about Social Security coming out, you're not bitching about Medicaid coming out, but you're and but I you're mean, bitching about unemployment coming out. Come on, man! It does suck. It does suck being an employee and just like literally no one showing up to work, making your job that much harder, right? But then again, it's not their fault. It's not their fault. Right. And you as an employee have a lot of power nowadays. Like, Look, the, the workforce right now, and some of them don't realize it, they have all the power. 
-hmm. There's a war brewing that if enough people followed suit, it would force corporations to change. I just want everybody to understand this, especially the ones that want to complain about inflation. It comes down to corporations and profit margins. It has nothing to do with who's coming to work or what the wages are. These are corporations who've decided, okay, I can make $100 on this item every time I sell it. Oh, I've got to pay somebody extra money. I'm still going to make sure I make $100 on it. 30, tw- 25 to 30% profit margin is fucking fantastic for any item that you sell. We're talking about corporations that are making higher profits than that and refuse to cut it to pay people. And you know what? You guys that are complaining about unemployment and inflation, you have let people decide that things are way more expensive than they should be. And you took it and you still paid it. And you just accepted that that's the way it is. When are all you fucking keyboard warriors out there going to mass together start some sort of facebook group or movement to charge washington and say why is housing so expensive why is the one thing that everybody needs the hardest to get are you no you're not you're gonna pick on the easy targets the little people you're, who's going to give you your stimmy? The, you guys have been getting financially raped for decades and have taken it. All this balls that you have to blast, you know, bless out like retail workers who decided they're tired or getting treated like shit. The amount of money you've had to spend over the years that you haven't fought for. Come on, man. Seriously. You guys have, you hear, oh, it's it's going to cause inflation. It's going to cost cost of Who the hell makes up the cost of living number? And all you guys that are older than me, for years, you just let it happen. You didn't argue about it. You didn't fight. You didn't make change. You let them just run up everything. That comes out of your pocket, too. Why are you picking on the unemployed people? Why don't you ask how come, like I said, you know, a tree is still a tree. It's been a tree since the beginning of the planet. How come that tree's worth more now than it was 20 years ago? Who makes that decision and why? It's still a tree. You can go out and grow one in your backyard. You're mad at the wrong people, guys. Quit picking on the little folk. Half these half Ooh. these little folk, you wouldn't be able to survive if it wasn't for them. Half you guys don't want to walk through a grocery store trying to find out where your groceries are. You need somebody to yell at it, tell you where everything's at. Because you're lazy. That's the funny thing. You're telling people that are on employment they're lazy. You guys are lazy. You need these people to survive. You don't want to go after something that's going to institute real change. Not at all, because you you ain't got the balls for that. You got the balls to hide behind a keyboard and a Facebook profile to bless out people that aren't working, but you ain't got the balls to go get the real money back. That's the the sad part. That's real money, man, we talking. I mean, why is a one-bedroom apartment, you know, in fucking South Carolina, the average price is over $1,100? A one-bedroom apartment. Come on, man. Seriously? Profit margins. That's why. Because nobody wants to shrink them. 
Welcome to capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people will talk about socialism and all that bullshit. Yeah, that's fine. It's just a good argument. I mean, you know, you want to say it's always oh, communist or socialism. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because they will fucking pay it. That's right. They will fucking pay it. But they want to pick on the little guy about something that's pretty insignificant to them. You know, so like I said, I'm pretty hot about this. I'm pretty mad about it. There's going to be some people mad at me later. I don't care if this video gets downvoted into fucking oblivion. The, the reality is 90% of these people bitching about the unemployment have no idea what they're fucking talking about. And they won't do the research and see what really is going on. And I'd say half the people bitching about unemployment are the same people that go in and treat hourly associates like shit. Sorry. I got no sympathy for it. I have sympathy for my friends and management because you're working doubly hard to make up for the fact people don't want to come work for this shit. But at the same time, the company you're working for is abusing you. But but it's what you got right now, and you have to do that because you have to work. See, that's the whole point. The carrot gets dangled. You do it because you need the money. And uh, my family members tell me about buying their first house at 21. Cool. Your first house was $20,000. You made the same amount a year that I did. Uh, yeah. Exactly. The, I don't remember the year. It was, it was sometime in the 70s. I think it was like between 77 and 79 where all of a sudden the cost of living shot way up, but wages stopped. I don't see any kind of marches or big online you know, Twitter arguments about how housing is overpriced. Hell, most people, if you can afford great housing, you think it's a status thing. Look, I've got a really expensive house. Whoop the fucking do. When you die, you can't take it with you. Hell of an episode, bro. <laughs> the amount of research you put into this one. Are you pleased? Or, or uh, were, were, were you at least impressed with the work that was done, sir? Uh, yes, yes. This is going to be a controversial one. Yeah, it's only contra- it's only discussion. It's only controversial if you go back to what I said. If it ain't true, why um, are you so mad? It's it's rough all over. Okay, it's bad. And I don't want to see you guys that are friends of mine that are still in the business suffer. But just understand, you're fighting the good fight because maybe you might have to suffer a little longer for a real change to be made. And and also understand that your staff is still there with you. Yep. Try, try to treat them pretty good. Remember. Like they may treat you bad, but just do, do the right thing. Remember what this is called. Just treat them good. The retail war zone. It is a war zone. Yep. And we advocate for all. And I just... Over the past two weeks, I've got really angry seeing the amount of people who don't understand what retail people, grocery people, service industry people go through, and they want to point fingers and say they're lazy because they're collecting unemployment when I find it poetically hilarious that the businesses that laid people off last year to make sure their profit margin stayed the same are now crying to chamber of commerces and whatnot Oh, we've got we've got a labor problem. What the fuck did you expect? I got laid off. I moved a state away. I was living in a friend's fucking basement. Wasn't eligible for unemployment. Do you think they cared? No. Would that be somebody you want to go back and work for? No. 
Actions speak louder than the words, folks. But a lot of there's a lot of people out there that got laid off, and a lot of people that worked in retail and grocery, they got laid off that just got abused. Why would they want to go back? And we're not talking about the fact that maybe some of these people went and got other jobs. But like I said, there's a lot of younger folks that got laid off that as they sat home and talked to their families and whatnot and told them all the stories and went through all the shit they went through, you probably got parents out there telling their 17 and 18-year-old kids are still living at home. Don't go do it. I mean, I pride myself in being an in-and-out shopper. I don't want to bother anybody, all right? So I put my mask on. I go into the store. I buy my shit. I go self-checkout. I get out. I don't want to give anybody any hassle. Same. You know, and that's it. And the reason I do that is because I know they go through enough. Where I live in the South and and some of the shit you just hear, like even in self-checkout, some of the shit you hear cashiers deal with, there, there have been a handful of times over the past three to five months where I had to really like calm myself from stepping out from where I was at and telling somebody to shut the fuck up because cashiers, uh, employees don't need to be treated that way. Just doesn't look, I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with the fact that, yeah, there are situations where people made more pulling the unemployment than working. Okay, now, number one, if they were laid off, that's the person who laid them off's fault, especially if they haven't called them back to work. Okay, that's their fault. They caused that problem. And and the thing that irritates me is people are angry that they've paid into a system they don't have a choice to pay into. Okay, so rather than being mad at the government and and starting all sorts of wars about how while you're taking money for me to pay for something I don't want to pay for, they want to lash out to the recipients of that money. Okay, but you you pay into it your entire your entire career. It's there. And until these people that want to bitch about people, you know, taking unemployment, decide to storm Washington and say, we're not paying it anymore. You really can't say anything because you've been over and took it. All right. So where do you want that money to go? Are you that much of a shitty human being that you can't realize that some of that money you actually paid in actually went to do some good? Or are you just mad somebody took your money? Because if you're mad just somebody took your money, you're, you're mad at the wrong people once again. But can we all sit back and realize for a moment, especially when it comes to retail and grocery and service industry, that maybe people are just sick of dealing with other people's bullshit? Remember, this is the retail war zone. We talk about how shitty working retail is. Some people had the opportunity to escape with this, and I don't fucking blame them. Because society is such so shitty. Why should you put up with it? And I know, I know there's lots of people out there. They, they've got their, yes, we are. We are sick of being bitched out. Okay. I agree with you. And this goes back to what I said earlier about people working in the business that are getting treated like shit currently. Fight the war that needs to be fought. Go after who you need to go after. And unfortunately, you find yourself in a situation like many others if you try to fight the war, you lose your job. 
At that point, it becomes, which is more important to you, and nobody can argue, nobody can can say, well, you chose this, that was wrong, you chose this. No, because it's your situation. It's one not. But the reality is the corporations are the problem. The reality is there needs to be an uprising, and re- a retail especially needs to be put in its place, period. The problem for all of you, the ones that are currently working, the ones that are currently unemployed. The problem is still the same thing. It's the entity that you work for. So please focus your anger at that, not at people. The whole goal here is to institute change. We're little. We're not going to institute much of anything right now. But if we can start getting people think the correct way. What's the company doing for you to make your life easier during a time where they can't hire anybody? Nothing. They're making you work harder and holding you to higher expectations that are not obtainable at all. You know that. I know that. Anybody that works in business knows that. Where's the outrage? Eat the Rich. It's a great song. I love playing that song. That was, that was actually a fun song to learn how to play. But anyway, all right, guys. Open more registers, hire more people. Here's an application. Exactly. So we're going to leave it at that. So we're at an hour and 38 minutes. There's a lot of people that are really, really pissed off. And a lot of people are probably like, oh, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And a lot of people who watched at the beginning and said, ha ha, I thought they were going to just bless out lazy people. And they didn't. They dipped out. It's all fucking fine. Don't care. My channel. Say what I want to say. Don't like it. Don't watch. There you go. Have a nice day. Anyway, 90% of it's all truth. And I'm saying 90%. It was really 100% all truth, but we'll say 90 just to give people the benefit of a doubt. And, hey, it is what it is. You guys are going to find out real quick when they cut all these unemployment benefits that your job numbers aren't going to go up. And then, then who are you going to blame? Then who are you going to yell at? That's, that's going to be the funny part. So, Steve. yeah. I mean, our channel, right? What? <laughs> our channel, right? Our channel, yes. Well, mine is as far as, you know, Iron Fist goes. So, <laughs> you remember yeah, what channel. we're fighting for. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Iron Maiden. You summed it up, and that's the best way to end this stream. So, Iron Maiden, thank you. Um, I've said enough, and I'm just going to put it put it out there one last time. If you hide behind the keyboard and you throw your two cents in, you better be right about what you're saying. You better be factual, and if you're not, you need to back the fuck off. Um. <laughs> so having said that guys thanks for going down the rabbit hole tonight um be better people okay treat do unto others as you would have them do unto you treat people as you want to be treated and before you judge walk in somebody else's shoes so having said that everybody i want everybody to have a great night And we will see you next time.